Today's chat is brought to you by the support of all our Twitch subscribers. Through the patronage you provide the Focus Fire chat team through the Twitch platform, we are able to provide you with the weekly podcast as well as the website and other aspects of Focus Fire chat. If you have any interest in becoming a subscriber of the FFC and gaining access to some exclusive features over in the Discord server, please be sure to visit our Twitch account and click on the subscribe button. If you're an Amazon Prime member, remember that you do have a free subscription to Twitch every month that can be used for this. And for those of you who are already subscribers, thank you again for your generosity. You may have heard the whispers of guardians gathering in the shadows, exploring the mysteries of this world and the worlds which surround us. We are all in search of truth. Sometimes we need to focus that search. Focus that fire, and so we come together. Welcome to Focused Fire Chat. Welcome to Focus Fire Chat, recorded live on January 3rd, 2020, over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat. As always, I want to give a big shout out to our live chat here with us tonight. Thank you so much for joining us once again. This week's episodes are going to be focused around exploring the shenanigans. I just can't talk. The shenanigans of time travel. <laughs> this particular episode will serve as what we have come to call the intro session of the week's exploration. Before we go any further, let's run through a quick introduction of who all we have with us on the show. As always, this is your host, Blue Crew 86. And this is the person girding her loins for what is about to come, green eyed music lover. Because this is going to get crazy, y'all. And last, well, and, and just fair warning, this is going to be one of the show weeks that is explicit. So, you know, fair warning if you didn't catch that on the file. Because last but definitely not least, in the hot seat as guest co-host, we have our good friend Man-at-Arms. Rick, Man-at-Arms, I don't know what you want us to call you, but how are you doing? What the fuck does girded mean? <laughs> it means that I'm bracing myself for impact. And why are loins involved? Because it's you, sexy man. <coughs> oh. Hi. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> How are you doing? Mm, how are you doing? <laughs> By the way, this man, very, very charming. Ah, very, very smooth. Smooth talker. Smooth talker. We could Rick get is a lot preferred of nomenclature because man-at-arms is a mouthful. Yes, it is. Hi, Rick. Oh, phrasing. Never mind. So <laughs> <laughs> bad. Totally unintentional. So usual introductory question for those who might not know who you are, the few and far between. Where can we find you out on the internet? The easiest place to find me is on Twitter. It's man underscore at underscore arms 2112. Do not enable alerts. If you follow me, your phone will go dead. I tweet a lot. He is on Twitter a lot. I have many gif wars. (laughs) Gif wars. There was a battle here. I'm trolling the Prime Minister of Australia right now, so I mean that's going to happen. Yes, thank you. Yes, from multiple accounts, just in case one gets banned. Oh my gosh! Wait, you have more than one account? (laughs) (laughs) No, I actually just use the podcast account because I'm like, if that one gets banned, eh, I'll just make another one. That's fine. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. Oh my gosh! Oh uh, man. Well, Green, you wanna you wanna take over for interviewing him? I don't know. Inter- I, I'm interrogating a him. Interrogating him. It's fine. Come, come, come. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. 
Okay. We, give me, we talk. Give me we your talk. hand. We talk. Give me your hand. Yes, yes. Rick, what is your favorite story from Destiny? Um. Okay, that's not an easy question. Sorry. Or thing. I, it used to be Shin Malfur, but they finished that one, and I was disappointed. So we're going to forget that ever happened, and that I said that. <laughs> um, okay. It's always revolved around the Vex, but specifically Kabir has always... I've just always had an affection for the character, even though it's a very small story and a very small role, with the whole like noble sacrifice and making the the Aegis out of his light at the end because he was he was dying because he drank salt water vex goop and vex goop is appropriate. I just want to you know it's just like you know what screw it I'm gonna make a shield okay then. You make a shield. It was like he rolled a 20 on a dice in a D&D game. It was like, this is not a... <laughs> it's, That's so accurate. Mm-hmm. How do you make a shield? I, I don't... He rolled a 20, bro. He made a shield. We don't know <laughs> yeah, how. Yeah, he just, <laughs> He rolled a 20. But he, but he rolled a 20. Shield exists. <laughs> Deal with it. Have you read the newest stuff about Pahannon and... Or not Pahannon, but Praetith? Yeah. The, oh my! Oh no, that's gonna come up. Don't worry about it. Him, we'll get the don't worry about it. That's gonna everything. Come out. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh my gosh! All right. So if the, the vex is your kind of favorite thing, is there like, did you just kind of dive into lore, or was there some like entry level thing that got you into like looking no, into the story was, more? Was it honestly? It was. Um, I had. I really was. I followed all of the other. You know, the surface storylines and under- mm-hmm. I understood the hive. They were easy-ish at the time. Uh, the cabal were really black and white, so there was no challenge there. And I was just like, I don't understand what the Vex are on about. So literally, I'm like, okay, explain Vex in a Google mm-hmm. search. And like, I think, I can't remember if it was Bife or Mylan popped up. And, I'm, and that just started my whole interest with the Vex. And because I know way too much about time travel, it's a weird thing I have. I know way too much about time, so immediately I was like, "Oh, they, oh, oh, no, no, no this is bad. This is bad. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. bad. This, mm-hmm. this is, this is. Oh no, okay, this is fine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, it's not fine. It's not fine. None of this is fine. I need more bourbon. Um. The we're not even started on the time t- travel stuff yet, and I'm already like needing a little bit more. Uh, the next question is normally what class do you play? But I already know that, <laughs> so does the rest of the world because you know, Titan. I I have been known to Titan a bit. Yes, but or when ex- we played together, we did exclusively. Iron, we did Iron Banner together, and you did not play a Titan because you got we had raised money. And you played, what was it? Was it a hunter or was it a warlock? Both. I, don't, I wouldn't say that I actually played those. Well, you attempted. I mean, I was, I was, I signed in as one. You looked pretty for a little while. <laughs> I guess. I signed guess. in as one. <laughs> oh, I can turn invisible. Cool. Yeah, it's handy sometimes. <laughs> how I do that? Can I shade step? Yes. How I do this? And I mean, we can't really the... shade step as much anymore, but, you know. That was a horrible... Yes. I, but, you know, I am a top tree striker titan 
in all game modes, which is why I am not good in a raid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why are you shoulder charging everything? I don't understand what you mean. You know, I've always wondered, why, did you just start on that day one and you just stuck to it? Like, is that your thing or did you come to it? No, I was a blade dancer. Oh, really? I was. I got into Destiny, uh, my stepson and I used to share an account because I had to help him. He played solo. I had to help him get through the really difficult parts because I'm an old school Halo player. I'm like, here, give me mm-hmm. the sticks. Watch this kid. Oh, my God. Yeah, yes. I am a death machine. So I wasn't allowed to play Titan because I was his character. Mm-hmm. And Warlock was right out. So <laughs> I, mean, <clears throat> I was like, I mean, okay. Hunter sounds cool, and then it, it wasn't at all advertised as, you know, the uh, character description described it. It was like, you are a, a, a stealthy sharpshooter. No, no, we have none of this. This does not exist. So be, I was a blade dancer way past the age of reason. Like, they had nerfed that into oblivion, and I was still running through the crucible as a blade dancer. I, I mean, you could still do work if you had decent maneuverability, but... I, I did. But I was just like, I got Titan Smash one day, and I'm like, you know what? I want to see what that's like. Mm-hmm. So I made a Titan, and I've been a Titan ever since. I'm like, I've been doing this wrong. This is not my play style. <laughs> Which Blade, to, in all honesty, Blade was a very aggressive hunter. Like, you play a Blade very much the same way you play a Titan in D1. Because you're in someone's face constantly. I mean, it's true. It's just, I don't know. Or you could do the super invisible sneaky thing and and be hated and get accused of cheating. (laughs) Be hated? The invisible sneaky thing. What are you talking about? Okay, so... Okay. Uh, Okay, so... (laughs) Let me tell you a story. This is not my first gamer tag. (laughs) So there was a build you could do in D1 that I would do, and I, I still have... I still do this now. I get pissed off and I'm like, okay, I'm going to use XYZ gun and then I'll, I'll post it. It's like a 25 kill match. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go back to playing relaxed now. So when I was a blade and it happened, you could make an invisibility build and you could combine it with Kepri sting. Oh, right. So basically you could just kneel and be invisible all the time. But I used to do that with a wormwood and the last word. Oh God. Yes. So I was hated and I got reported for cheating a lot because people would just die to this invisible person that was not there a second ago. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This dude's a hack. How do you hack an Xbox? So it was very, it was very toxic. It was very toxic. I remember doing that a little bit on what was the Mercury map that had B up on like a a high level where you had to climb up a ramp. Oh, that was uh, Vertigo. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would do that there because there are a lot of, like, I love multi tier levels. Um, the Titan map right now, where B is also up on a little mm. platform, is my favorite one because people don't pay attention to the fact that the radar is just slightly red or really red. They just see that you're in the vicinity and they don't know where you're coming from. It's great. Anyway. I don't have really a crazy question because I have a feeling the episode is just going to be kind of crazy. Oh, okay. So, Blue, special announcement? Uh, We don't really have any big special announcements. Uh, We do, well, I guess we kind of do. I, man, I, I have, what I, this is? 
Well, yes, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's a special announcement, too. Um, So, well, two then, I guess. The first one is the one that I was thinking of is that we actually had someone join the team. Uh, You guys will know her as uh, Mochi Lama. Uh, she's going to be helping with the Lord Network uh, website and kind of just coordinating a lot of the outreach over there, making sure like getting getting schedules kind of st- started over there. Um, and she is going to be kind of helping with the Twitter uh, for that whole st- that whole side of things. So we're we're hoping to kind of build that out and get some stuff started over there. If you're not already uh, following the lore network either on twitter or the website itself i really encourage you to kind of go give it a give it a glance and go check it out um the other thing is green as green said is this entire thing we we've done a few let's chats in the past Uh, i think this is actually technically the seventh one that we've done but uh what we're going to start doing is we're going to start doing these the first week of every month to kind of give us not necessarily a break from lore because you'll see well this one will kind of be here but we're gonna dovetail back into destiny lore but what it also gives us is a chance to kind of really just take our time and kind of talk about stuff that's not necessarily lore it gives us a little bit of a breathing space every month and also it will give us some time to um you know if there's something going on with the lore network we have a space to kind of announce that here as well and i don't know green that was a terrible announcement but do you have anything I mean, else for me? It works. It works. It's. I mean, it's going to be a little bit, not necessarily less structured, but less, uh, less scholarly in some ways. More of a, a debate of topics rather than us teaching exactly everything going on. Anyway, standard intro notes. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Intro. Yeah. So I mean, and basically, this is going to be a pretty good example of exactly what that's going to be because. We're going to be talking uh, about time travel and the shenanigans. And, you know, as Rick had mentioned, it's going to get back to Destiny because there is going to be components that we use Destiny as an example. So, but enough with our chattering and my terrible special announcements. We're going to run through a couple of quick uh, housekeeping notes and then we'll get right into it. Last episode, we discussed the lore book unveiling. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to let us know by giving us a shout over on Twitter, leaving a comment on Podbean, or sending us a quick email at focusfirechat at gmail.com. Reviews or comments on where we can improve are always welcome. They let us know what we can do better to create a more enjoyable experience for everyone. To all who have already sent feedback or left us a review, thank you. As many of you are aware, Focus Fire Chat is a community in which we offer the chance to dive into lore from within various titles and mediums with a special focus on the Destiny universe. Every Friday at about 10 p.m. Central, the podcast team gets together to stream a summary of the chosen topic for that week. The hope of this is to help encourage dives into aspects of game lore within both our Discord server and within the other communities we share the digital world with. If you're a fan of lore in all its various forms, be sure to also check out thelorenetwork.com, a central hub for content that covers a wide variety of different titles and mediums. Our full show notes for each week's topic will be posted there, so for the additional information or guest details, be sure to check the site out. Our next topic is going to be a look at the lore book Dawning Delights. That being said, however, we still want to hear your thoughts about this week's topic. Be sure to weigh in over on Discord, and don't be shy in tagging any of the team in on the conversation. We can't wait to read what your thoughts are. But for now, let's get back to the show. So I don't know where where's the best way to start with this one other than 
I guess really, um, you know, kind of talking about just the idea of time travel as a trope, really. And Green, I don't know if you wanted to talk about that or if you wanted me to kind of jump into it or how you would like I mean, the idea of being able to go back and affect a terrible event or a positive event and see something or do something has been around for a long time. Like every series in the 90s, like this is a terrible example, but every (laughs) series in the 90s, including things like Hercules and Xena, Mm -hmm. did a time travel trope episode, which it's just one of those kind of standard what would happen? It's a nice little thought experiment to dive into. But I think that besides the idea of the trope, beyond that, it's been a thought experiment, not only in pop culture, uh, obviously, but also through physics itself and science and mathematics and everybody diving into what is time, trying to define it, because that's, that's really ultimately where we kind of boil down to you don't just have the idea of the trope of hey i go back and i can be my own dad well yeah that's awkward and you shouldn't do that but the the concept of time itself is it can it even be affected in that way or is this that just a fanciful idea i I can tell you how we ended up having this conversation and this might get things rolling because i have a diatribe So the reason I asked to come on and do this was when the Undying Mind came out, it mm-hmm. kept this topic kept threatening to come out on our podcast, and I would stop it. I go, this is not the right format or show to have this conversation because I will completely lose my mind, <laughs> and we just kind of. And I'm go, we just move on. Well, Pens was there. I was like, Pens, I'll tell you what. I'll ask Green and Blue if I can go on you guys' show and unload, so to speak. So this is where all this stemmed from initially. So with me, when you're talking about time travel and storytelling, um, I've had this conversation for literally like two decades. So I can touch all the bases and why I have a problem with time travel and story fairly quickly too like I, okay. I'm, I can shoot for seven minutes i think but we're gonna t- we're gonna tell a story it's, it's an analogy i call this time cop not the craps jean-claude van damme movie this is my time cop my time cop is much better better written because <clears throat> that movie and is seven horrible. minutes long hey you know i time is a construct so we'll see how it goes <laughs> uh-huh well done well done Okay, so in stories, be it movies, be it cinema, be it video games, basically, we're going to call our protagonist Time Cop. It all involves around somebody going back in time and trying to change an event that went horribly wrong. So in my story, Time Cop is rushing into an apartment building. He has partial information, and he is trying to stop a bad guy who is assembling the detonator to a bomb. But he know, doesn't know the exact room he's in. He knows he's either in room A or room B of this apartment complex. So Time Cop goes through door A. It's the wrong door. He quickly spins around. He hears the bomb go off. Disaster has occurred, okay? It doesn't matter if for the story what happens after the bomb goes off. Whether he catches the guy or not, this is, immater- this is immaterial, Years go down the road. Time passes. He has the opportunity to go back in time 
and influence his past self to get him to go into door B. So time cop goes and in a movie or in a video game, he influences his past self to go into door B. Time cop kicks open the door. He tackles the bad guy and saves the day. So here's where my but, problem starts. Out. Okay. But, 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 but there's Go. lots of questions. Like if he goes back and he dies and his future self can't come back again. But if he goes back as future self and <laughs> gets rid of the thing and then the, 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 this is why I need to drink. Just drink. Just drink. It's a journey. Okay. <laughs> okay. The first problem you have with this. Jesus Christ, you derailed me. Damn you, Green. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> In a story, this is how it works. So you had event one, which was bad. Then he, you change it to event two, which is, and you get the outcome that you want. And there is much rejoicing and happy day. Anyone who's ever been in a tactical situation, when he goes through door B, yeah, he kicks open the door, but it's just not, he just doesn't rush in and save the day. He might be, he might not have enough leg strength. He has to kick the door a few times to get the door open and the bomb goes off. He can kick the door open uh, the frame of the door splinters, snags his shirt. He could trip on a banana peel that the bad guy was eating and slip and fall. He could actually just rush in, tackle the bad guy, but the bad guy kicks his ass and sets off the bomb anyway. Right. There's an infinite number of things that happen once he goes through door B, and he can't change it again. So that's the the first problem. So we're doing all this under the pretense that time is changeable. Otherwise, there would be no point in playing the game. So I want to tell the story of Time Bug now. Wait, we went from Time Cop to Time Bug? Ta- time Bug. Time Bug will like reveal his character Kirby? shortly. No, no. Just, just go with me. Okay. So in order for Time... Let's say Time Cop's plan to get his past self to go into door B was he was going to leave himself a sticky note and go, dude, it's door b go into that one okay well he comes out of his portal or his machine or whatever he goes to his car where he knows he knows that it's parked and his plan is well i'm gonna go to where i know i'm gonna be leave myself a sticky note and then put my car right back so it's like it's never moved and nobody will notice so while he's driving to his destination he hits a bug and this bug dies on the windshield of his car so time bug is dead the problem is a few days from that moment, Time Bug's future was he was supposed to get eaten by, we're going to call this character Time Frog. Yeah, butterfly effect. Oh, it's going to get so, this is so much better than Ashton Kutcher. Hold on. So the bug's destiny was to be eaten by this frog. So two weeks down the road, the frog is there, but there's no bug. So the, the frog goes somewhere else and finds another bug because the frog has to eat. So now months go by time frog is just chilling on you know it's a nice sunny sunday morning on a step grandma comes out to check on her puppy she steps on the frog she breaks her hip she has to go to the hospital all these medical workers have to work on her now her family has to take care of her and dozens if not hundreds of people's lives their future their intended future that was going to transpire has been changed irreparably because we killed one bug on the way to go to drop off a sticky note. Now, it's going to make sense in about two minutes, I swear to God. <laughs> okay. When he gets in his car and he drives to his destination, 
he is occupying space, the space the size of a car. So every intersection he gets to, every red light he's in, the person that would have been in his spot is behind him. So all of the people he comes into contact with in traffic, their days are thrown off just by milliseconds, which really doesn't seem like a big deal. Except if you've ever been in a car wreck, because anybody who's ever been in a car accident, the first thing you think of once your head clears and your heart stops racing is, if I wouldn't have forgotten my keys and went back in the house, then I would have left 30 seconds earlier. I wouldn't even have been at that intersection. This guy wouldn't have hit me or if I wouldn't have stopped to get a cheeseburger. And all the events from the time you left your house to the time you were in your car wreck go through your mind. It was like, damn it, like two seconds difference would change me having my car wrecked right now. And I have to waste my day waiting for somebody to do this and deal with insurance, blah, 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 blah. So with Time Cop driving down the road, he is thrown off. The future that was going to occur if he had not been there. He hasn't hit anybody, hasn't touched anybody. He's just thrown off the synchronicity of thousands of lives because every person that he throws out of sync with that timeline is now out of sync perpetually. And everyone they come in contact, it's not happening the same way. So just by existing in the past and interfering with it in a really not too obstructive way, He's already destroyed the known universe because now we're living in a timeline where we don't know what's going to happen because everything has changed. This is why I hate time traveling story. Scoob, what is wrong? The puppy. The pu- I made my puppy sad. Even mm, my yeah, puppy you is make upset. Your puppy sad. So it's the, the ripple effect. It's, uh, it's synchronicity. <clears throat> mm-hmm. oh, hold on. I'll be back. Okay. So with that going into the idea of kind of the affecting time in the past and everything like that Mm -hmm. blue how do we want to go back into the actual concept of time well hold on the the dog interrupted the crescendo i'm sorry oh okay (laughs) so when you talk about the conversation we're having right now the three of us Mm -hmm. our beginning point is the big bang Right. So when all matter in the universe was created, every particle, every piece of matter in the universe went and expanded. Mm-hmm. The events in our real life that have us having this conversation, everything in our lives in this universe was in a specific place at a specific time in the universe. That's massive. That's what the, the Vex calculate all of the time because mm-hmm. they're which trying to determine require, an outcome. Yeah, which is why they're requiring massive. world computers. Mm-hmm. So they're literally trying to calculate all of the little things. Because like I just illustrated in a very long, drawn-out and surreptitious story how complicated meddling with time is. Right. Right. I think the other thing, too, that a lot of times people forget is that our concept of time is is ultimately a theory. Um, Mm -hmm. there is no, so like I have on the notes, I was going to talk about the history of like the concept of time. Uh, there's this really, really good book that I read while we were in college or while I was in college, uh, for one of our classes, it's time and psychological explanation by, by, uh, Dr. Brent Slife. It was published back in 1993. And he presents this, this idea of the, the history of the concept of time. And he, and he basically points out that the idea of what we refer to as standard time was actually not a concept up until 1883. Um, so until 1883, the reason why standardized time 
came into existence is actually in order to standardize railroad schedules. Up until this point, the main mode of transportation for pretty much everywhere was horse and carriage or just horses. So what this would mean is that each individual town or each individual city could maintain or keep their own time in their own time frames without uh, impacting negatively anything around them. But with the introduction of the connections that the much quicker railroad system provided, this also required all of you, like pretty much all of humanity, to adopt a uniform construct of time. And so we came up with this idea of standard time. And so this also then kind of brought into play the idea of what's called the what's a what's a concept's called linear time. Um, and linear time is one of those is. It's a it's what's referred to as a pre theoretical construct. Uh, it's a, it's a construct of our understanding of how the passage of time as a construct is. We refu- where we view things in linear time. It's defined and linear time is defined as a metaphysical assumption that time flows like a line independently of the events that it supposedly contains. Uh, this is also where you get the idea of dimensions of time, past, present, and future. And the way that those dimensions are organized within the theory of linear time is that it is in a linear sequence. You have the past that then goes to the present and then goes to the future. So this inherently places a primacy on the concept of the past because as the past occurs first, that forces the dimensions of the present and the future to remain consistent with it. So, And this is why we see the ideas of things such as causality. And then you see a really close alliance with causality and time. Uh, with with an example of so you have linear time which is flowing forward which is presenting this causality there's also a theory called retro causality which is where it flows backwards where the future influences the present which influences the past so there's there's these a lot of these current these concepts of how this all works um, and again going back to the concept of standard time kind of led to this idea um, and linear time has always been there it's always been an assumption because we exist in a linear mode like our our existence well, it's it's observable right well that's what i mean it's like when when we observe things it goes in one direction so we our concept of the passage of time is in this linear mode but the thing is is that does doesn't necessarily equate it doesn't mean that it's wrong but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the only way it passes so in the in the intriguing thing is from a psychological standpoint which is where this particular book is um coming from is the author dr slife is actually looking at how uh how us as individuals this this idea of cons causality and linear time actually promotes the idea of individuality uh, as you see the invention of standard time and the the uh, solidification of the concept of linear time within uh, most of the hard sciences you also see a rise in a lot of individual uh, components within the social psych- psychological makeup um, and so when you look at how we reinterpret re-inter- and reconstruct our memory uh, this is where it actually you can see where that process in the present makes a point of showing that it would be much more accurate to say that the present causes meaning of the past rather than stating the past causing meaning of the present. So it's he's in the, this entire book is presenting the idea that we by existing in the present actually are casting a meaning onto the past that if we didn't exist wouldn't be there, which 
it's a really basic concept when you start thinking about it, but it's one of those concepts that as a hard scientist, especially with empiricism, the, a lot of people just take it for granted that everyone assumes that this is the way that it is. It's like the concept of gravity. Gravity is just assumed to exist. Well, we all know once we start sitting down and start talking about gravity that gravity is not, there's not a consistency to it. It might exist, but the effects of it are different depending on where you are located, you know, what time, what time you're observing it, how you're observing it, you know, all this <laughs> it's other relative. stuff. It's, it's, it is, it is time and time is relative too. the passage of time is relative. But that's, but that's the whole beauty of both gravity and time itself as they are both in some ways, not necessarily forces like gravity is gravity is a force that's dependent on the mass of the item being affected right like it's that yes. whole idea it's a of construct. a web it's a construct yes yeah, it's, it's a construct so to explain no no yeah, exactly it's a construct to explain something that we are observing and the and mm-hmm. the idea of like and, and so the the presentation let me see if i could find this paragraph real quick because he he presents it really funny actually um he uh his introduction is talking about how when he was growing up here, let me see. Yeah. So he says, quote, when I was growing up, few political or even economic issues seemed to disturb the serenity of our small farming community. One issue, though, clearly sticks out in my mind. The farmers of our town were so concerned that they would have fought a war over it if they could. Congress was again debating the merits of daylight saving time. The Arab, oh, gosh. Yep, the Arab oil embargo was oh. in full swing and research had hinted at the possibility of widespread energy savings. All we had to do was turn our clocks up one hour. Nevertheless, the people of our community found this proposal positively abhorrent. I heard things like, they have no right to fool around with God's time, and they might say it's 3 o'clock, but my cows and I will know that it's really 2 o'clock. This was my first exposure of the concretization of time. The farmers in my community had concretized one organization of events as if it were the organization of event. And then he's that's so that's end quote. That's where he goes off and talks about how the standard time was invented in 1883. Um, but then he, he goes he goes further and he says, you know, we had we had invented the standard concept in 1883. And it had not been that long ago in the you know, in the scope of things. And we have already adopted it to the point where, you know, you have the concept of, oh, this is God's time. Like, you know, you can't like humans are creatures of habit and are creatures of very repetitive habit. Like once you start well, doing stuff of, like that, no, go for I it. I mean, look at metric system versus oh, yeah. imperial system. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I deny the metric system on its face. Uh-huh. Exactly. I will but die they, on okay. this hill. Oh my gosh. Yes. And that's, I mean, that's the agreement that we all have about how time works is how everybody agrees just because it's been standardized. But you're you're talking about the idea of standard time being the organization of it, right? Correct. It it ties into so, Einstein's thing about time being an illusion, not a constant. Well, it it's the what well, it was one of the different ideas behind time is that it is the perception yes it's the it's like a schrodinger's cat type thing in some ways it unless you're observing it 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 arguably doesn't like you can't prove that exists without observing it which is that ties into a whole other issue of empiricism as a whole but yeah yeah pretty much yeah so 
how do we how do we tie this into the concepts of time and going back to Rick's story of if we are able to affect the past right and i think in some ways so i think the, the easy whole, way right i think the easy way to do that crux. is to kind of point out the popular theories and models that you see both in you know popular science or popular uh, culture and then also actual actual science like physics um, and so those usually the big three that I've always I've I've kind of always seen is the concept of a, what's called a fixed timeline, the concept of a yep. dynamic timeline, and then the my ever favorite one of the multiverse. Um, you also yeah. have the Tipler syndrome cylinder, which is like a really weird one. Um, this is math. This is math. We don't need yeah. to talk about that. Tipler, yeah. Oh God, I tried to read it, and I was like, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> All you need to know is that Stephen Hawking made a proof that discredited it. Did he really? The, inf- the infinite cylinder has gotten disapproven. It's, it's, it's not that the math is. It's just math. This is this is theoretical physics. Right. The math makes sense, but you couldn't actually make it real in mm. real life. Okay. So okay. Therefore, yeah, it's yeah. it's just math. Uh, and then you also have uh, black holes, which is another kind of issue of well, you, uh, you know that 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 proves the illusion of time. <laughs> it's right. just the bending of the perception, right? The fact that per, you yeah. never reach the reach the center, supposedly. Yes, supposedly. You're also not going to survive. Well, so, and there's well, there's also the whole uh, time distortion because of gravity. Mm-hmm. Right, right. We'll, 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 get, we'll, get, we'll get to that. That's, that's jumping ahead. That's just because gravity and time are intertwined. But yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cosmic strings. That's always a fun one. That's yeah, one cosmic, of the newer ones. Yeah, cosmic strings mm. is one of the newer ones. It's, uh, it's math. One. That's more math. <laughs> it's, there's actually a really good book that I read in high school about cosmic strings. Oh, it's really? easy enough for a high... Yeah, it's by Brian Greene. I, I, can, uh, I can sum up cosmic strings very simply. It, it's the dark tower. There's there's cracks in time. That could mm. be a thing. Maybe. Uh, kind of. There's little anyway. cracks in ice cubes and things. It's and just. It's more math. It's, just, it's math. It's just. It's a you lot of math and a lot of multiple dimensions. You can't write a. You can't write a blockbuster movie on cosmic strings. It's. It's no. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> work. No. You totally could. I want to see somebody do it. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. Yes, they do. <laughs> there are pe- there are people way smarter than us right now who have never been on a date with calculators. This is true. Working on that right now for some reason. For some reason. <laughs> we don't know what that reason is. But occasionally uh. they get pieces of paper that say congratulations, you did math. <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> if I've offended any physicist, oh well. You should. You, what? Oh well. What? Is that what you said? <laughs> I mean, you're listening to this show. You're probably already in the wrong place, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, to, 
to tie it into uh so like and often you have different presentations of these theories right so you have like the one-way travel to the future uh where you see or one-way travel so either back to the past where you can you have a one-way trip uh the one that comes to mind immediately for me was 12 monkeys uh you can travel back to the past but you can't go back to the future really um, you also, I, th- I think yeah. Interstellar had a bit of it. I, I haven't seen Interstellar, but that was the example that a lot of people had. Um, there's actually a lot of really good. Well, there's Tesseracts. There's uh, black hole gravity distortion. Is it? Th- well, not even just just gravity distortion in general. Not even black hole gravity distortion, but that is a part of it. There's a lot of very good science in Interstellar. So okay, yeah, you should probably. Yeah, it's a I, long it's- movie. Yeah, it's one of those movies that I have on my list, and I just haven't gotten around to it. Um, you have to watch pre- it a few times. A few times. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, then you can have like things that you see with like a wrinkle in time, which is where you move through things called higher dimensions uh, to kind of kind of hop. Um, you have the space time vortex, which Doctor Who is infamous for with the TARDIS. Uh, you have the instantaneous what's called the instantaneous jump which is made famous with the back to back to the future series um time traveling while standing still which is you know time the time time machine and uh harry potter i guess there's a i think it's the uh what's the little hourglass thing that was that lovely christopher reeve movie somewhere in time he just time traveled no reason (laughs) not the superman version no, no, you're just like, he woke up in a hotel and it's like, congratulations, you're 100 years in the past. We don't know why. <laughs> that's like, uh, that, that's, uh, enjoy the next that, hour and 15 minutes. A Yankee and King Harry Arthur's Potter court. Thing is a, it's time Dang. turner. Oh, okay. Time, yeah, time turner. Uh, and then there's, I guess there's technically slow travel, which is, I, it, I still don't really understand why that, that just sounds like life. Um, faster than light, which is. Well, that's the. That's the that's the fairy tale one where you go and and you're gone. Yeah, it's like, uh, Riff Van Wink- Van Winkle. Pretty much is like you fall asleep and you wake up like 500 years in the future or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> um, you have faster than life, which is going to be Superman, uh, Flash, you know, Star Trek, uh, Timescape, and then you have random ones like Time Cop because you can get a tot a, a rocket sled. And then also oh, isn't eh. is Time Cop that much different than the um, Back to the Future car? Um, I thought the Back rocket to the sled had better science. Yeah, rocket sled just kind of happened. Back to the Does Future punch you through. Yeah, it was something kind of weird. And then like the time. Well, and then also you have like Terminator with the time displacement equipment and stuff like the little bubble. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, the, I like the, that drunken guardian in chat that's a good one slow example of slow travel would be like in doctor who amy's dna being put into the box to be opened in the future by her childhood selfie touch yeah there you go Uh, that makes sense okay i like this and then of course we get to the fun problems with the biggest one being the, the or the most known being the grandfather paradox which is right well always fun Okay, so what other problems? But there's there's a lot. I mean, synchronicity right. being a problem. That was the whole. That's the whole thing. The, where if you exist, just like just by simply existing, you are disturbing the synchronicity of that time space. 
like right and which is what uh rick was talking about like your car like you you are displacing things that arguably should not be displaced if you're gonna in in this there's certain theories that will result in certain problems and there are other theories that have been made in order to respond so like a fixed timeline a fixed timeline first off you're not going to have paradoxes because basically and we'll get into this probably with the advanced episode a little bit but like a fixed timeline has in itself an inherent defense against the grandfather paradox whereas the dynamic timeline that's where you're going to see a lot of paradoxes because the dynamic timeline is actually able to be fluidly changed and then you have multiverses which just are that just hurts my head <laughs> like multiverses just like if you if you start thinking about multiverses too much i i can't help but get a headache because it's just it's yeah cool i, I actually got my head around those so we'll be fine okay cool but yeah, but, yeah. i need more booze i need um, more booze gonna, <laughs> or, or impossibly edibles it's fine no, it's I I can't do that right now. Anyway, I would if I ever no. There's no way I could do this show. Well, she's high. like she started saying, and she's like nope nope never mind. I'm just yeah I'm just gonna say that I could never do this show high ever ever. It would be bad. I anyway, couldn't because I'd have already we, ordered pizza and taken a nap. Should we start wrapping up? Just since we kind of named the concepts of it, Rick. Did you have something else you wanted to no. add to Blue's idea we, we should, before we? Should, we because this is going to get murky. Oh yeah. All right. We should, we should bail out as quickly as possible. And so get let's, to the do murkiness. An, let's do an intro uh, session shout outs real quick, and then we can jump right into the advanced session. So for for this this round of shout outs, Rick, you want to lead the charge? Oh, I need jugs, and just jugs are just my point of contact. Uh, I have to find his Twitter. I'll put it in the notes. We have a friend. He's one of our Australian buddies, uh, Jugzilla. <laughs> I do not make excuses or apologize for his handle. Uh, <laughs> jugs, when you said I, I was, I, I was, yeah, I was, I was right saying. there with you, Green. I was like, I'm like, all right, I'm I like, don't, I don't know where this is going, but I didn't, I didn't name him. But uh, Jugs was nice enough today on Twitter because really the only thing because Australia is on fire. Yeah, yeah. So this isn't really a shout out for Jugs, but I'm going to put his Twitter uh, in the notes somewhere once I find it. Because he linked all of the ways if you wanted to help monetarily, which is what the people of Australia really awesome. need to support the firefighters, and did a huge thread on Twitter today. Because the country's on fire. Like, the whole thing is The whole thing. Fire. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. So, yeah. So, a weird shout-out, but necessary. Yes, very much so. <laughs> and a horrible Green gamer tag. tag, but, you know. And a horrible was. gamer tag. <laughs> yeah. Green, what about you? Um, my shout outs is to everybody in live chat this week. You guys are hopping for one and a specific shout out to barely a destiny show who hopped in here. Hi, Zanny. Uh, I believe that Zanny was what Zanny has been on the show mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. slap Scott Slapshot Scott and I talk quite a bit on t- the Twitters. But yeah, those guys, those go hit those guys up if you haven't heard their show before. Barely a Destiny show. It's pretty funny. Just a lot of just it's kind good. of it's a lot of guys just talking around about all sorts of different things. There's there's some there's some like direction, but it's just mostly a lot of fun. 
but that one and then I am scheduled and I'm trying to look it up while I'm talking I'm scheduled to be on a podcast on Karma's Revenge Show podcast next Thursday is when we're recording it I don't know when they're going to release it but I'll be doing that next Thursday on the 9th hello future people cool and uh, put out that yes awesome and then we'll definitely get uh if you want to give me links to it i can get them in the show notes as well uh cool. a big shout out to we had a new uh podbean patron join the ranks uh lethargic hades uh, so we really appreciate that and then i also saw right before we jumped on that uh we had another person who was very generous and uh gave our discord server a boost yeah um which is a which is really actually a really cool thing um that discord does it actually helps our, us because what it does is if you get a certain amount of people who it's it's called boosting, uh, they actually upgrade the audio quality of Discord for the phone calls, so which is what we use to record the podcast. So that's that was a really I, – I just went blank. Who was it? It was um, – It's uh, an tab, admin. Taboo Emu. Uh, mm-hmm. So really big thank you for, for that. Um, we really appreciate that. So – uh, but yeah, so basically that's all I got. And I know Green made me promise that I was going to have a sign out, but I forgot to get it ready. So bye. With that, we'll begin to wrap the chat up. Thank you again to those over on Twitch for coming to spend your evening with us. If you'd like to join us for the live streaming of the episodes, please be sure to give us a follow over on twitch.tv slash focusedfirechat. Links to all our episode archives can be found at www.thelorenetwork.com. Please be sure to email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any comments and or questions for the team concerning the podcast, and let us know how we're doing by giving us some feedback and a rating over on iTunes as well. So until next time, focus your fire and may your light shine bright.